All right, welcome back. Three Man Weave, two co-hosts, Enzo Bacucci, Kevin Sweeney. We're here, week nine, talking a little trade targets, you know, halfway through the season. Buy low, sell high. Buy low, sell high. You know, maybe your team's doing well, maybe it's doing not so well. Uh, You know, maybe just players to trade for, players to trade off your team. And for me, I'll start it off. Got Zach Moss, and you know this isn't for the teams with really good running backs. This isn't. This is for the teams, you know, maybe like my team in in our league with. Uh, uh, don't worry about it. Uh, running backs, you know, good running back one, but your running back two is really really shaky. You know, could put up fifteen, could put up zero. That's the position I'm in personally. And Zach Moss, I think, is the perfect solution because you can pay for him at such a low price. I feel like if people aren't paying attention, they view him as oh, he's a backup running back. Like, what what is he gonna do? Right. Especially, let me jump in on this, especially with, I feel like there's a lot of people excited about uh, Jonathan Taylor going Mm, forward right now. 100%. So I think Zach Moss is a perfect target to buy low, especially for that situation. 100%. I think the key is the price. I mean, if if the owner is demanding an RB2, then you can't can't trade for Zach Moss because that's too much. Mm -hmm. For me, I think if you pair a wide receiver, like a low-end wide receiver three, and like a middle running back three, I think that's the right package for him. Uh, and I think anything less, just grab it. I think Indy, their offense just wants to play with two running backs. Like Zach right. Moss gets the goal line work. He has been pretty efficient all year. Mm-hmm. He's I don't think he's had 10 carries in most games. And he's top nine right now in the NFL in red zone rush attempts. And I think yeah. the touchdown upside is there with him. He's great RB2 that people aren't good. They're going to overlook because it's like, oh, Jonathan Taylor, he's back. He's so good. Yeah. And this indie offense is pretty solid. I mean, yeah. twenty points a game in Looks every good. single game. Yeah, no, a sneaky top five. It in is NFL. sneaky. Nobody, nobody thinks about that. Exactly. They, they score points. They do. They, they do. They, they score points. Yeah. yeah, no. My my buy low. I think Zach Moss, great RB two value. I like that. And uh, my buy low. I'm coming in with Aaron Jones. Oof, uh, it's hot. It is pretty hot, but it's, I've yeah. had some some success with hot takes before. I think Aaron Jones is a talented back. I think we'd all agree on that. Yeah. Maybe he's stuck in a bad offense. Uh, I mean, he's got a good coach. Matt LaFleur did just say he hasn't been 100% since he, would, since he was healthy before his injury in week one uh, with the hamstring. And another thing I'd like to note on this is just A.J. Dillon had all the opportunity in the world mm-hmm. to take mm-hmm. that RB1 slot Definitely. from Aaron Jones, and he didn't. And Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones is still averaging four yards per carry. Uh, he, he obviously, we know he's talented. He had 26 points in week one. And the Packers still have to play the Panthers, the Bears, the Giants, the Rams, the Bucks, and the Chargers. Mm-hmm. So there's some pretty lackluster Definitely. defenses. Definitely. Some good matchups. And I think right now you can get Aaron Jones for a great price. Yeah. I mean, he what he anything. hasn't done anything. I mean, we're talking about two-point weeks. Mm-hmm. I think he yeah. just had an eight-point week. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. that's really nothing. Mm-hmm. And if you're really in need of an RB2 and you don't have the depth to sh- shell out for a high en- or a better one, I think Aaron Jones is a great target, uh, so I'm saying go out and get Aaron Jones while you still can, because I think he's about to blow up. That's a great little take. Sounds good. Um, mine's a little uh, buying low on Jonathan Taylor. Interesting. Um, yeah, we get the Colts offense. Yeah, yeah. I feel like a few weeks ago we had like same. Yeah, I think so. I think like we Jonathan flipped. Taylor yeah, and yeah, Moss yeah. Or something like that. We've both gone the other um, way. But I still think he hasn't had much going this season. Um, ten points last week. Yeah, ten points. It's so a good he's, slot. Yeah, he's only had one game over twenty points. Um, still only has one touchdown, I guess, like Brendan said. I mean, Zach Moss has get, been getting most of the uh, red zone work, but I think as time goes on, Jonathan Taylor is going to start to take over that backfield more and more. Um, everyone sees what he can do. A few years ago, he was, what? Number one player in fantasy. He was like the consensus number one pick last year, so yeah. 
he still obviously has that huge upside potential. Um, Colts still have a great offensive line. And, I mean, like, his schedule coming up, Carolina, New England, bye week, then Tampa, Tennessee, Cincinnati. Like, mm. those are all games he could get good amount of points. And, again, I could see him as definitely a high-end RB2. Um, he could be an RB1 he, by the end of the season. Yeah, but again, yeah. if you get him now, kind of, like, keeping as RB2, like, by the time, like, the playoffs roll around, he could definitely be oh, an yeah. RB1. Mm. Um, but I think, again, just because of that upside he has um, is a reason that i definitely buy low on uh, Jonathan Taylor. All right, going to our sell highs. I've got both Rams receivers. I've got Puka and I've got Cooper Cup, and it's pretty simple. Not a whole lot of overthinking with this one. It's no Stafford. No Stafford means this Rams offense slows down significantly. Who's the quarterback? I think, who knows? I, think I it's, still um, don't know. Brett Rippin? Rippin? Oh, right. If it's Rippin, it's Rippin or it's Stetson Bennett. But he's been dealing with some off-the-field issues. Issues. So I think it's Brett Ripien. Uh, I still I don't think I trust him. I think Cup and and Puka were a little more dependent on Stafford than people kind of thought. You know, they think McVay schemed him over. I think Stafford was still really good this year. And I think if if your team is in a must-win scenario... And you know you're like three and five, maybe you're two and six. I think you gotta sell them yeah. at their wide receiver one value that they have right now. And I mean, so Puka's obviously a rookie, so nobody stats on him without Stafford. But Cup without Stafford in his career averages 64 yards a game, and I think he could fall to like a middle wide receiver two, and Puka maybe even further. I think Puka's the definitely wide receiver, the guy to sell. Yeah. Wide receiver two in the Rams offense, right. and if. If Stafford's out for a significant amount of time, I mean, you got to get rid of them. Yeah, I think I agree. I totally agree with that, and I think Cup. I mean, if you don't want to sell him just because it's Cup, like, I understand that. Mm. And I think with the backup quarterback, usually backup quarterbacks tend to just pepper their number one wide receivers. I mean, especially when they're household names like uh, Cooper Cup. And, you know, like if Burrow went down, I'm sure Jamar would get a million targets, Mm. you know, things like that. So I think to that point, Puka is definitely out. I I think, I mean, he's a great talent, obviously. But like Brendan's saying, with no quarterback, it's going to be tough. Um my sell high is going to be Cortland Sutton. Cortland Sutton, he's a good, good flex option right now, but I think he's very touchdown dependent. He scored a touchdown in six of his eight games this year, and he's never scored more than one. He's never gone over 20 points. In the last five games, Sutton had three targets, six, six, three, and five, while Judy's targets have been trending up. He had in the last five games six, five, five, seven, and five targets. I also uh, think that the Broncos are going to start to lean more and more on Javante Williams as he keeps mm-hmm. getting healthier. Mm-hmm. He is looking amazing. Yeah, and I think that might be another – I don't know what price you get him at. I think you could get him for maybe a little lower than he should be right now. Mm. But I think in the next coming weeks, Javante Williams is going to be a great back and definitely going forward throughout the season. But, yeah, I think Cortland Sutton – I mean, he's a good receiver. He's definitely talented. But it's just the Broncos offense. I mean, they score some points some weeks, but I just – I can't trust him, and I think Judy's trending up. And, and the touchdown dependency and the targets, for that reason, I think right now is probably Cortland, Cortland Sutton's peak value. So if you can sell him and get, you know, maybe some of those other guys we're talking about, like Zach Moss, yeah. like I think, I think I would do that. Mm-hmm. Um, my sell high is Devontae Smith. Oh, wow. wow. I, Damn, I think okay. it's pretty fair. I mean, he just had his second best game of the season with 23 points. Um, all season, his target share hasn't been that high. I mean, averaging about seven targets per game. But, I mean, he's had games where, like, he hasn't gotten more than five targets. Yeah. Um, he's averaging about five receptions a game. But, again, he's had games where he's only gotten one reception. Like, he's had one-point games, six-point games. And, I mean, like, you, you just see, like, such a high jump from eight points to 23 points. I mean, 
you kind of just have to think, like, is he, like, the number one option? Obviously not. That's obviously A.J. Brown. Mm. He's just kind of, like, sort of, like, at his peak value right now. I mean, maybe give him another week, like, if he goes off against Dallas again. Mm-hmm. Um, then maybe you can storm. But, like, I think right now it's, like, a good time to sort of trade him, especially, right. like, with this tough schedule coming up against Dallas next week, then bye week, then Buffalo, mm. then Kansas City. Play the Niners and then San Francisco. Yeah, And then Dallas again after San Francisco. So, right, I mean, yeah. like, those are, like – some top rated pass run heavy games. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, like, plus, like, the Eagles like to run the ball. I mean, mm. um, coming up, like, the, I get they just like to run the ball. I think um, AJ Brown's still the number one option, obviously. Um, he's at a historic pace, so why would they stop feeding him? Like, obviously, if it's not broke, don't fix it. Right. It's pretty out. Yeah. I mean, it, there's just no reason um, for Devontae Smith to be getting out targeting AJ Brown or. Score more than A.J. Brown, so, or, yeah, then more than A.J. Brown, so yeah. that's why I'd sell high on Devontae. It's a tough week for that, too, because yeah. on the one hand, you could sell Devontae right now. You get a nice package for him, Yeah, too, you could probably get some good value. Yeah. I think a lot of people are excited about him you look right at now. That. You look at that, and you're just like, yeah. You know. Yeah, you think it's going to keep going. And he's had big weeks, too, like 17 week one against New England, mm-hmm. yeah. 25 against Minnesota. I mean, 15 against Washington is not bad, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, again, like, you could definitely get a good package out of him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, no. All right, let's get into our uh, start sits for the week, and this is not not the hottest take right here. We're starting, we're starting Brees Hall. This is no no nonsense. Where we're locking him in as a running back, facing a weak Chargers defense on Monday night. They're seventeenth against opposing running backs, and Brees is a big play machine. He's top three in forty plus rushes in the season, and top ten in twenty plus rushes in the season. And I think a shootout is pretty likely in this game. I think the Charger Jets defense is a little bit fraudulent. I think the Chargers can make some big plays the other way. I think the Jets will have to make big plays against the Chargers, and I think they'll be able to. I think a TD for him is very likely. Uh, and I think, yeah, I think who I think it's sixteen, seventeen points for Brees Hall is pretty, pretty guaranteed, pretty locked in. Yep. Yeah, totally agree. I mean. Not much to say more on that. He's a great player. He's mm-hmm. trending up and against a bad defense, I think. On the other side of that, too, bold prediction, maybe not that bold. I think Eckler is going to go for over 30 this week on oh, the other yeah, side of the offense. Go off too. Um, but my start this week is going to be Kareem Hunt. This is definitely a little hot. Um, but, <laughs> again, I, I think definitely. teams that need that, you know, you need, you need to, like this week I'm relying on uh, – Darrell Henderson or Daryl Henderson. Mm-hmm. Just not mm-hmm. a great back. I'm not excited about it. He doesn't Definitely pass right. the eye test. He doesn't thread the needle. None mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. But if you need to start someone like that and you can get access to Kareem Hunt, I think he's your guy. Um, he handled the majority of the carries last week. I think he's starting to emerge as the top back in that three-headed backfield with uh, Pierre Strong and Jerome Ford. Yep. And Jerome Ford also has a lingering ankle injury. I don't mm-hmm. know much about it. I don't think there's much said about it right now um so good against seattle that's the thing he did he did uh but they're playing the cardinals too and the cardinals give up the uh, the fourth most points to backs and the third most touchdowns to back or fantasy backs Mm. uh and cream hunts also had three touchdowns in three consecutive games exactly he gets a lot of goal line work and Mm. i think especially if you're relying on him to just get you know, get you through the week, not mm. lose your week, not win your week. Especially if he, for people on bye or like that. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's a huge bye so. week. Yeah. Um, I think he can definitely be your guy. I think 12 to 13, 14 points is realistic for him. I mean, maybe he gets even more, but I think he doesn't really catch the ball, so I don't think he's got a lot of upside there. But I think Kareem Hunt is – he's more he, – it definitely is a hot take, but I think he's going to work out this mm. week. 
No, I feel that. As a former Jerome Ford owner, uh, the Kareem Hunt touchdowns would always yeah, uh, invigorate me. Yeah. Very frustrating. Seems to happen to you a lot. We were watching the uh, yeah. Texans game yeah, on the no, train. And, Damian uh, Pierce touchdown. Damian Pierce got just called got back. Got and who ran it in? Stroud? Yep. Oh, just yep. vultured it away from terrible. It's terrible. Oh, no, was it the uh, uh, fullback? Like yeah, 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 the fullback. Okay. Yeah. 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 No, no yeah. back! <laughs> Yeah, and uh, I think Kareem Hunt, especially, I think I think it's the Cardinals. They'll be in the red zone a lot. I think yeah. it's a great start. I think touchdown is pretty, I think it's a pretty free bet. Yeah. You yeah. Can get well, in. listen, <laughs> oh, listen later on to my wait lock. Wait and see, wait and see. We'll see. All, right. All right, so my start for the week, kind of had a little back and forth here on who to start, mm. um, but I ended up going with DeAndre Hopkins. Mm. Um, just had his best week of the season. I mean, you could obviously put him at a sell-high point here, um, but I, I think you should hold on to him and play him at least this week because coming up, like, Pittsburgh's got a brutal secondary. Um, week one, they left 35 to Ayuk, 16 to Amari, 44 for Devontae Adams, 25 for Puka. I mean, there's these are some of like, the top receivers in the league mm. going off against the secondary. And, I mean, again, like I said, he just dropped a huge game against Atlanta last week. Him and Levis seem to have some yeah, pretty Levis good Levis loads it up. Yeah, I mean, he, he does. just uncorks yeah, unloads the it. Yeah. He, he's got a cannon. Yeah. Um, I, again, I don't, th- I, I don't think – He's going to get, like, 37 again, but I definitely no. think, like, 23-plus is definitely in the picture for 23 him. 23-plus, that's, yeah. that's, that'd be a nice week. That's definitely in the be. picture for him. Um, and I just I, I think he's a great flex option, too, this week. Definitely, um, I like him on the flex. Especially because it's, like, people have kind of probably been, like, keeping him on, like, uh, storing him, almost stashing yeah. him, and yeah. then kind of... Kind he of might have bounced for, around a couple teams, too. I yeah. mean, he was doing yeah. absolutely nothing. So. Exactly. Yeah. So that's, that's why I say start DeAndre Hopkins this week. Yeah, yeah, I, like I can it. see that game me to shoot out. Yeah. Steelers, nobody's figured out Will Levis yet. Exactly. You know, maybe there's not a, much, a lot of NFL game film on him. So. Exactly, exactly. And I can see Levis just loading it up against the Steelers. Mm-hmm. And that right. Is it game. Minka Fitzpatrick hurt too? Oh, uh, that's possible. I think he I'm is. Sure. I think he, he probably is. Yeah. Mm. All right, for my sit, I've got I've got a hot take. I mean, as of late, it really hasn't been, but I think it is right now. We got Tony Pollard running yeah. back sixteen on the season. Mm-hmm. And really, can you trust Tony Pollard no, right no, now? You can't trust him I right really now. I really don't think he can. Especially against the Eagles defense. Against, exactly. Not. I think coming off a six-point game against L.A., and then in weeks four and five, he dropped less than ten points as well. Yeah. He's facing Philadelphia, the number one defense against yeah. running backs in yeah. the NFL. They're allowing 12 points per game to running backs, and the game script is just not going to favor him. Yeah. I mean, you got to assume mm-hmm. Philly's going to get to a decent lead against Dallas. I think this is mm-hmm. more of a DAC game, more of a CD game. And... I think it's just a big throw in the ball. I don't think Paul gets a lot of carries. Maybe he gets the receptions. Yeah. You know, his big games are usually reception-based, but no, if he's not getting the receptions, I don't think he's going to get uh, the carries. All of his big games are either a lot of receptions or 20-plus carries. I don't right. think he's almost guaranteed he's not, get, not getting 20-plus no, carries. carries. I think you got to check that line because that could be a nice under. It could be. Yeah. It could be. Yeah, no, I think Pollard, I think sub-15 is in the cards yeah, this week. Yeah, definitely, definitely could be. Sit Tony Pollard. Uh, yeah, so my sit is going to be Alexander Madison. Another take that I don't think is too hot. I think a lot of people in the beginning of the year, including me, uh, told told our editor to that was an amazing pick when he drafted <laughs> Alexander Madison. And thank God he picked him instead of me because he's terrible. <laughs> I hate him. Like, another player. Yeah. Some players I just hate and I'll never want ever. And Madison has uh, climbed pretty high on that list. I mean, he's got the fumble issues. I, I just don't like him. I don't like him. <laughs> Uh, and I think a lot of players, I mean, nobody, you shouldn't be starting him, but I think a lot of play or a lot of people this week might want or think it's a good idea to start him this week just because with 
Kirk Cousins going down, they might lean on the running game. Mm. I mean, Joshua Dobbs, we talked about in an earlier podcast. Exactly. He's a, We're very high on Joshua Dobbs in this podcast. I mean, he's a capable quarterback, exactly. but I just exactly. don't think, like, you'd think that they're going to want to run the ball a little more, but you would. Yeah. I, I don't think I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I think also Cam Akers, kind of an emergence in the backfield, yeah. just small, yeah. but he vultured a touchdown on the goal exactly. line for yeah. Madison. So I think with that, um, also, they're playing the Falcons. Falcons allow the fewest receptions to running backs per game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and they haven't allowed a touchdown on the ground to running backs this year. Yeah. That's kind of wild. It is, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So for those reasons, I think he's a pretty obvious sit. I mean, most people probably ag- agree with me already, I'd hope. But, uh, yeah, Madison mm-hmm. this week, definitely don't start him. Sit him. Sit him down on your bench and watch him go for uh, three or four points. Ooh, mm-hmm. Three or four. Yeah. Jeez. And, um... For my sit this week, I'm going to go Ken Walker. Oh, um, that's hot. Walker. But you've been hot. Ken, you've Ken been hot on hot these. takes that's again. Wow. I mean, Ken Can he hot. go for three weeks in three a row? Three straight. I mean, you had Eckler gets 10. Yeah. Devontae gets two. Yeah. Oh, my God. Can he get three straight? Little, Can he little get crystal three ball three over there or what? Bit. What are we Mystic, cooking with? Mystic Sweeney. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. <laughs> um. Well, what, what surprised me both, he's obviously like a high-end RB2, RB1. Yeah, he's RB1, definitely. He's starting in... Again, eighty nine percent of like five. Yeah, yeah. Uh, his he's, position he's good rank this year. is seven. A seven. Yeah. Um, and he's starting in eighty nine percent of leagues this week. Mm. Um, which again, like if you have him, obviously, like there's no reason not to start. Yeah, if him. you like, have him, you got to start all him. Season, yeah. but like, I mean, he's coming off a bad week against Cleveland and a bad like, week before that. Yeah, uh, fifteen against Arizona. On like again, I mean, twenty six carries. But oh, the thing there was is another too, week in there though. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he went from twenty six carries. To eight carries from Arizona mm. to Seattle, or from Arizona to Cleveland, sorry. And then he got outsnapped um, by Zach Charbonnet last week. Hmm. Outsnapped? So, well, not maybe a snap, but like outcarry. I think Charbonnet ended up having more carries than him. Mm. Um, so that's definitely sort of a red flag to have for him. Mm. Um, and the other thing, too, like Enzo just said, he doesn't have much receiving upside either. He had one reception in his last game two, uh, two weeks ago, um, especially against a Another great run defense in Baltimore, mm. um, allowing less than 99 rushing yards per game. Uh, this is definitely one of the best in the league. Baltimore has an elite run defense. Yeah, yeah, definitely just an elite defense in general. And the thing is, too, like, he may get game scripted just based on the fact that, like, Baltimore could easily jump out to a big yeah, lead. Yeah, totally agree. And a good point. Seattle might have to pass the ball a little bit more yeah, I totally um, agree. to catch up. This could be a yeah. huge week for Baltimore. Yeah. I could yeah. totally so, see yeah. them just destroying. Yeah, that's why uh, I say say Ken Walker this week, though. Mm. Yeah. All right. Welcome back. The main event. Wow. Stots. I love locks. the confidence. I love the confidence. After oh, what? Four and one? Four and Let's one go. last Dude, week. That's a big week. Record all time. 19, 15, and one. We're up Woo! four units on the year. Woo! That's great. Oh, I smell profit, gentlemen. Smell profit. And the first pick, we get right back to what Dots locks are built on. The gross Oh, picks. here it is. He's not even the wasting any time. We're going right to the gross pick. Oh, I love it. You know, so you talked about you talked about Atlanta versus Minnesota. You I talked did. about how the Vikings, you know, they won't they won't backup quarterback won't be able to run the ball. Mm. I disagree. Vikings plus five. Let me convince you. Joshua Dobbs, I believe in you. Why are the Falcons favorites? Already. Why are the Falcons favorites? That's that's my question. We asked this last week against the Titans against rookie QB. Uh-huh. Against Will Levis, yeah. why are they? They this offense is too slow to be favored in any game, and they're favored by five points. This is unbelievable to me, and I believe Josh Dobbs will be QB. I'm not a hundred percent certain, but if he is, then I trust in him. He has great weapons: Addison, Hawk, Madison. You know, you hate Stop him, but it. Acres. Stop. You know, We're not calling. 
I love the I love the pick, <laughs> but we're not calling Madison a great weapon. A great weapon, man. He's oh, Jesus. He is mid at listen, best, Brendan. Listen, listen, listen. Well, my, no, that, no, no, no. It makes sense that Brendan would like Madison right, because right. he's running back that for us. Right. He's got, he's, he's got, he's got, he's got Cam Akers as well. Let's relax. And listen, Atlanta as a home favorite since Arthur Smith had become a coach. They are three and eight against the spread. And they just lost Grady Jarrett for the season. I think Akers and Madison run all over this defense. And I think Vikings plus five, I think winning outright is not out of the question. And yeah, I think I just think this is the beginning of the end for Atlanta. I think yeah. last week was yeah. really. Yeah. And I, I think, think Minnesota I think they went outright. Got Minnesota plus five. Next one, a lot less gross. This is a uh one of the most square dot picks of the year, I think. If I get Kansas City minus two and a half in Frankfurt versus Miami. And abroad, favorites cash at a 65% rate. They are 27, 15, and 0. And besides that, this was tough. I was trying to find all the trends in this game, trying to find all the different metrics that would point me to Miami or KC. And they're all basically 50-50. They're like Miami off a loss is 50-50. KC off a, off a – or Miami off a win is 50-50. KC off a loss, 50-50. And I'm just going to trust Mahomes on this one. I'm just yeah. going to put my trust I mean, in Patrick Mahomes. I, I've never get the seen job that bad two, game, two bad games in a row. I agree. So. I think Miami's defense is not very good. Yeah. And I think the Chiefs can just pull it out, really. Yeah. Not much reason to be said. What about uh, – do you think Taylor Swift has any? Uh, she comes. I think it's definitely. She's flying to Germany. Is she? Yeah. I mean, maybe the line changes as Taylor Swift's in the house. I think that. Are they undefeated when she's in the building? I don't I think, think they they've lost. No, she wasn't. She there definitely wasn't Denver. in Denver. She definitely and she was wasn't in week one. I don't think because her first week. I think. Kev well, knows all the relationship. Uh, she does. He does. He does. No, I know all. All right. Last pick. We have got Indianapolis minus two and a half versus the Panthers. This one also a little scared about, but. I feel like this is the perfect buy low, sell high spot that Dots Locks are based off. Panthers coming off their best one of the season, their only one of the season, uh, versus Houston. And Indianapolis coming off a tough loss against the Saints, the only loss in Dots Lost Sacks week. Really hurt me there. And I think let's just sell high on the Panthers. That's my main reasoning. And I think just like last week with Miami versus the Patriots, you know, Patriots coming off their best one of the season. Yeah, we called you know, it. Maybe the only win they'll have all season after uh, that week against the Bills. Hopefully. I think this is just another spot just like that one. I think Indianapolis offense, we talked about it in the trade targets. I mean, mm-hmm. this offense is pretty fantastic. Yeah. They're top six in the NFL scoring per game. Mm-hmm. And they're averaging 25 points a game. I just don't think the Panthers can keep up. I don't no. think Bryce Young's very good. And I think, yeah, I think my Indy take, takes care of business, handles business in Carolina. We get Indianapolis minus two and a half. Hmm. All right, gentlemen, gentlemen, it's time for the pod lay. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. the oh yeah. Should we retire the pod lay? No, 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 like no, no. This, must, this must continue. I, we have, we are, are we 0-6? and 5 0-5? No, 0-5 on the one. pod lay. It only takes one, though. You can't quit gambling. We, uh, that's great reasoning, That's a crazy Kev. statement. Great reasoning. We're 0-5 on the pod lay. And listen, you know, I was wondering, like, how do we keep losing the pod lay? Like, Kev. what's... Keeps happening. Ah, like Kev, I went back, went back through every single podcast, crunching the numbers. Who has sold the podlay the most? We have, you know, Kev. Kev is pretty good. Kev's only had one incorrect pick. What? On the There's pod no lay. way. No, on because every five, you don't put it on the pod. Oh, oh god. One incorrect pick out of five. Myself, you know, not better. I've got two. I've got two <laughs> misses. He calls me out. Got two misses. I didn't call him out actually. No, no, Zoe did. He calls me yep, out. Yep. And he's gonna. Have so the most. you'd think, you know, who I sells like the one. podlay the most? Enzo's got four. <laughs> wow. Four. What's four my only? Sells. What's the only one that's hit? Uh, I, don't I think, think we hit any. 
No, he's definitely hit one. Oh, on oh, last oh. week, because Kev sold it last okay. week. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, I thought you, you meant might have been last week. Yeah. Oh, yeah I think, what did I have last week? You had um, Texans. Texans yeah. minus three, Carolina. Oh, my God. How did they lose that game? Yeah, that was, that was really square. Um, so, Mr. Zoe, it's you got to redeem yourself. I don't know what to you, say. You have yourself. to. You have to. And real quick, Editor Max has not missed on his picks. He had giant, uh, one, Miami one, mi- maybe, minus one, he had Miami minus 14, and it hit. <laughs> it was yeah. incredible. Sharp. Fading his hometown team. He is sharp. Might have to we'll get him back it. on this parlay next week. Gentlemen, let's start it off. My parlay. My leg, I've got Philadelphia minus three versus Dallas. I just don't think Vegas thinks. I mean, Philadelphia's got the home field advantage, and by that metric, it's minus three. They think they're even teams. I disagree. I think Philadelphia is significantly better. I think this is a classic Cowboys game where they don't come to play. This is going to be just like the 49ers game. And we all remember how that one ended. One by, like, 30. Yeah. And I think this is Dak Prescott choke spot. I just think he throws a bunch of picks. And it's not a fun one to watch, but I'll take Philadelphia minus three. Kev. No, I want to tuck us in, so you go. Oh, wants to oh tuck you want to tuck us in? in? No, let me tuck us in. I, oh. I got to redeem myself. <laughs> all right, fine. All right, so... This might be a bold take right here. Bold take. Oh, oh I'm no, excited. I'm excited. Oh, we need bold thing. takes. We this need bold takes. He's on got the, the crystal like, ball. Because the, the, the regular ball. takes don't work. But um, I'm going to like place myself with a little wager here. If this pick doesn't hit, I will wear shorts to class for an entire week during January. In the middle of the way. Kev is wow, putting, he's just, he's putting his body so on the line. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Okay, the Giants Kev. money line. Oh, my God. Wow. Giants money line. Giants money line. Yeah. Against who? I guess the Raiders. Oh, my God. He's putting his trust in Tommy DeVito. No, Daniel Jones. Oh, he's back? back. Oh, okay, okay, okay. They're underdogs somehow at plus 105 right now. Jeez. I got them to win straight up. Okay. Wow. I mean... Oh, my yeah, goodness. Yeah, you can say whatever you want about last week. That was a shit show. Yeah, It was. Like, yeah. Definitely was. With Tommy DeVito, I mean, Saquon Barkley's not going to be running the entire game. Like, no. we're finally going to have the passing game open back up. Not to mention the Raiders just got, like, destroyed mm. last week. They By, by the Lions. By the, mm-hmm. Like, it's a good, uh, yeah. Aiden O'Connell starting QB. Exactly. That's Jimmy that just drove an hour starting, ago. Like, yeah. The Giants' defense has looked good all season, too. Like, mm. going against a rookie quarterback, I think Wayne Martindale is going to dial up the pressure. Um I think this is a perfect spot wow. for the Giants to win. And wow. You, heard you are here. so excited. I love that smile wow. on your face. Everyone I, that's I watching this, on YouTube yep, right now, yep. we oh just started the YouTube channel. You can see uh, oh Kev's big my grin. Goodness. Yeah, I love Kev the Giants loving this week. that pick. Loving it. Oh, Lord. All right, Zo. Zo, please. All right. Please tuck us in. All right, we need here we it. go. We need it. Redeem yourself. Where am I going? Where, where could he go? You where know? could I go? Not too many games left. Where Kareem Hunt, any time, touchdown. Oh, the first player prop. In yep. the, the first player prop. Well, it goes back to my reasoning. Look, when I told you to start him, he's had three consecutive touchdowns in three games. Yeah. Mm. Four consecutive touchdowns. That's a lot. That is a lot. Mm-hmm. But Arizona's defense, like we said, really shaky. I mm. think he's going to pull up for us. I think he's going to perform. I need it. I'm sorry to all our listeners. <laughs> I feel terrible. I'm selling you guys. <laughs> but this is where we make our money back, baby. It is. We're going to get the odds on... The not or the Giants money line. We yeah. are and Kareem Hunt anytime touchdown got to be plus money, right? I would assume so. Our odds for correspondent Kevin. It's Sweden. not on here. Oh, oh, they haven't even released it. I bet it's like it's got to be plus. It's, it's, it's got to be, be in between one hundred and two hundred. Yeah, like, that makes sense. Yeah, probably. I mean, I feel like this lay is like one of our highest highest odds. Because we got an underdog, and then Kareem Hunt's probably an underdog. Kareem, yeah, I think like so. plus, and then right. the Eagles is square bets. That's Jeez. pretty high. Yeah, but yeah. think about it. I mean, like, who's gonna score the touchdowns on that offense? Yeah. Sure. Will they score any touchdowns? Especially against Cardinals. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
What's that? Deshaun Watson isn't playing too. Right. Mm. So that's, that's a good point. So Kareem Hunt, Jeez. I'm tucking you guys Kareem in. Kareem Hunt. Hunt, you can lock it if you if you want. If not, just fade me and say no touchdown. Pick something else. <laughs> the bet probably will hit. Uh, but no, go Kareem Hunt. I'm feeling good about it. I like this love lay. It. I love it. The pod lay, the redemption lay. Yeah. Eagles minus three, Giants money line, and Kareem Hunt anytime touchdown. We'll have to get uh, the camera ha- the camera out uh, when Kareem's on the goal line. Oh, we will. Definitely. Yeah, we'll post Definitely. that up on the, uh, on the, the Gram, the YouTube, Definitely. everything. Check out the Instagram. Check out the YouTube, Spotify, everywhere. Shameless plug. <sighs> think, gentlemen, think we're, think we're done here. Yeah, I yeah, think we're done. I agree. Thank you to Editor Max. Thank you to the guys putting this together. And uh, see you next week at Wednesday. Thanks to all our listeners and for the continued support. Uh, That's it. Love it. See you. Have a great week, everyone.